Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Today on the show, we're talking about the Jamal Adams trade and joining me to give us a little perspective from the New York Jets side is McGregor Wells. He's the deputy site manager at Gangrene Nation, the Jets community part of SB Nation. McGregor, appreciate you coming on. Oh, always my pleasure. Thank you very much. So this is uh, something that I feel like as Seahawks fans, we, we get fairly regularly a blockbuster trade. We had Jadavian Clowney last year. We've had Jimmy Graham in years past. Uh, Percy Harvin, if you go all the way back to the 2013 season. But I don't think we've had a trade quite like this one where the Seahawks are giving up two first round picks to acquire. And, and maybe uh, you'll tell me that Jamal Adams is the most talented out of all those names that I've listed. Uh, what was your reaction when you first saw this trade come through? As a Jets fan, I was elated. Uh, it's a very big haul for the Jets. You know, uh, uh, moving up from the fourth round to the third round in the exchange of the last lots of draft picks, and also getting two first round draft picks. Uh, I don't think anyone expected the Jets to get that kind of haul, particularly with it becoming more and more obvious that the Jets needed to deal Adams because he was becoming such a problem. I think Jets fans were expecting maybe a first-round pick and a lesser player, but um, this was uh, a dream return for Adams as far as Jets fans were concerned. Well, McGregor, I, I know that going into this trade, especially when Jamal Adams first had the Seahawks on his list of, of the seven or eight teams that he'd be willing to go to, I talked to a lot of Seahawks fans who said, you know, I'd, I'd be willing to give up a first, give up a third, and, and a player like Bradley McDougal because, you know, it's, uh, there wouldn't be a spot for him on the roster. It's an obvious upgrade there. So um, tell us a little bit about the player that the Seahawks are getting with Jamal Adams. Oh, Jamal Adams is, is a great, great player. He's probably the best safety in the league. There's some argument there, but uh, I would say he's the best safety in the league. He, he can do everything. He can rush the passer. He can cover. He can stop the run. He's always making big plays. I mean, the, the only thing I would, I would worry about with him is it's not really a worry, but um, he doesn't create a lot of turnovers. His hands are not the best in coverage. Um, he breaks up a lot of passes, but he doesn't really get many interceptions. But other than that, Adams is a, I mean, he's a, he's a first team all pro and he deserves that honor. He's, he's a terrific player. You're getting a star. The pro football focus defensive line rankings came out recently and I did see the jets. I think they were toward the bottom with the Seahawks. So I'm kind of wondering if this is a similar situation here where uh, you saw Adams uh, provide some help to the defensive line. You, you mentioned about his ability to rush the passer. Uh, do you see that being an improvement for the Seahawks with them having such a poorly rated defensive line uh, going into this year at this point? Yeah, I think if you're going to blitz Adams, he can help any team in the pass rush. He's about as good a blitzer as there is as a safety. Um, if you're expecting him to be an edge rusher, I mean, taking on offensive line, I mean, he's just not big enough to sure. do that. But but blitzing Adams, he's as good as anybody in the league as, as a defensive back blitz in the quarterback. He's, he's, he's a star. He's a stud. When you think back to any particular games, are there especially when it comes to star players, all pro type players, you can usually picture a particular game where they really dominated. And uh, is there anything like that that you can remember just off the top of your head with Adams? Well, it comes down to one play for me against the Giants, the Jets against the Giants last year, um, where Adams came in on a blitz, tackled Danny, uh, Danny Jones, uh, the, the uh, Giants quarterback, and just ripped the ball right out of his hands and ran into the end zone. I, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, one of those, uh, you know, you ha hammer the ball out with when he's got his arm cocked. He literally just ripped it right out of his hands and just ran into the end zone. I mean, I've never seen a play like that before. It, it was it was a stunning play. It turned the game around and the Jets won because of it. 
Well, you talked a little bit about some of the offseason issues with Adams and how it looked as though a, a trade was coming. And I guess one concern that I, I may have, and I wonder if you, you think this is going to be a concern with him going to the Seahawks now, because one rule Pete Carroll has is to always protect the team. And so are Seahawks fans going to need to be concerned about how he was calling out Adam Gase and that's just something he could end up doing in Seattle? I don't know. I think uh, Pete Carroll has a reputation of being much more of a player's coach than Adam Gase. Adam Gase has a, has a bit of a weird personality. He's, um, he's very intense and he's not really a people person from what I can tell. Um, and there are some guys who are loyal to him and love him. And there's some guys that they just don't, you know, they just don't mix with Adam Gaze. And he's had this problem with more than just Jamal Adams. And from what I can see from afar, Pete Carroll seems like a real players coach. They seem to love him. So I don't perceive that being an issue, but Adams getting paid, that's an issue. You, you, you're going to have to pay and you got to pay through the nose to keep Adams on the team, I think. Now, he was probably willing to defer that a little bit because he's going to a Super Bowl contender rather than one of the worst teams in the league. So that helps. But <laughs> But I do think that you're going to have to pay him and pay him big. So other than the pay, is there are there any other concerns that Seahawks fans should have about Adams? Well, Jets fans are you know not thrilled with the way he left the team. And, and if that's what he does to get his way in Seattle, that would be a concern. But I kind of think that it wasn't really as much about the money as he said it was. I kind of think that it was more about he just didn't want to be with a losing team anymore. And um you know, I, I just don't think he's going to be the same kind of headache. But I do think that Adams does really need the spotlight. He he everything's about him. Mm. Um, So that may rub people the, the wrong way. But I mean, it, <laughs> you can't you can't fault what he brings to the table on the field. If, if, you, if you can take his constant grandstanding, what he brings to the field is special. So it almost sounds see, we were trying to compare him to whether he's more of a Cam Chancellor player, more of an Earl Thomas player. But in terms of personality, he sounds like a Richard Sherman. I think that's a good, good comparison. Yeah. Richard Sherman. Everybody uh, McGregor wants to know who won any particular trade. So I'm curious what your feeling is about which team in this trade won the deal. I think the two teams are in very different places. I think Russell Wilson is going to be 32 this year. I don't know how many more years he's going to be at the very top of the pack in the league. Um, I know Tom Brady is going on forever, but not many quarterbacks stay on top of that long. So if I'm the Seahawks, I'm pushing my chips all on the table trying to win Super Bowls right now. Um, and those draft picks, we're not going to do that for you. They're going to pay off in two or three years down the road. So for the Seahawks, I can understand why you'd give up those draft picks and I guess the Seahawks have not had great success drafting in the first round in recent years anyway. I'm not sure that makes a difference. You still got to figure the, the first round draft pick should have value. Eventually you're going to hit. But um, yeah, for the Seahawks perspective, I could see, you know, pushing your chips on the table. We want to win now. We're not going to have Russell Wilson forever. And we, when we don't, we're not going to be the same team anymore. So I want to win while we got him at this peak. So uh, from the Jets perspective, the Jets were never going to win in the next two, two or three years. Those draft picks are very valuable to sort of rebooting the team um, and, and getting to the point where we're, we, the, there's a talent base that the Jets just don't have right now. Um, so we, we could have had one superstar in Adams and pretty much nothing else on the, on the roster unless, you know, you love Sam Darnold, which some people do, some people don't. But mm -hmm. with, with the Jets, there's just not much of a talent base there. And I think those two extra first round choices are going to go a long way towards just sort of building up the roster to the point where the team can compete rather than being a bottom dollar. So from the Jets standpoint, the Jets fans think they won the trade. But if I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, 
I may think that Seattle won the trade because, you know, those two, those two first-round draft picks are not going to do me any good for the next couple of years, and I got Russell Wilson right now. How confident are you as a Jets fan that the Jets are going to do the right thing when it comes to the picks? I'm really a big fan of Joe Douglas, and it's, it, it's, uh, it may be premature because he's really only had one draft so far, so it may turn out he's a terrible drafter. I just don't know. But everything else he's done besides the draft – in the year, a little bit more of the year he's been with the Jets has been, I think, really so much better than what we've seen from previous general managers that I really come to trust the judgment that he's going he's gonna to right the ship. So I'm thrilled to have the extra picks. Now, two years from now, that may be a different story when they see the, what the picks turn out to be. But right now, I'm thrilled. Well, I could see how you could have some confidence because he did not get Bill O'Brien, uh, much like yeah. we, we've seen yeah. you know, from the Texans over and over. Exactly. He's McGregor Wells, deputy site manager at Gang Green Nation. Hop on over to gangreennation.com if you want to see what Jets fans are reacting to over there. And maybe hype up Bradley McDougal a little bit there for Jets fans. I know a lot of Seahawks fans really enjoyed his time in Seattle. We'll miss him, but a clear upgrade with Jamal Adams coming to the Seahawks, as we saw on the NFL Top 100. Jamal Adams listed at number 27, just one spot ahead of Richard Sherman and one spot behind the pass rusher Vaughn Miller. So a couple great players there that he sandwiched between and Adams, his career is just getting started. So exciting to see him listed high up there. Going to be the third highest Seahawks player on the list. Russell Wilson in the top 10. We don't know his number quite yet. Bobby Wagner at number 13. Lots of Seahawks on that list. Maybe we'll be talking about them coming up here soon. Going to be talking to Sam Gold here later this week about Jamal Adams and some of his film breakdowns. So be sure and tune into that. Subscribe to the show, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts. And I will be back here talking more Seahawks later this week. Go Hawks.